0: Welcome back to the fastest-growing show on the internet. That is a lie, but we are back um, with finding new films. It is episode twenty-two today? Is May the twenty-eighth? Um, and I have an ad, and he's back. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? I'm outrageous. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, had a little bit of a mishap scheduling-wise. Um, Want to say congrats to Zach for uh, making the leap. He uh, Zach with a D, with a C, with a with a K, with a D was supposed to be on today, but uh, he moved out to Los Angeles to go pursue, uh, you know, bigger, better dreams. So shout out to him and hope everything works out for you, brother. Um, we have Dad on though in the interim uh to talk about life of Brian from nineteen seventy nine. And that was his pick. It was supposed to be a few weeks from now, but we bumped it up. Also, through much convincing, took took a lot. I had to dip into my pockets a little bit for this one. Oh, you're mentioning this now. Okay. Um I uh I got I got the man and uh, and his co host, best friend I'm not gonna say anything too crazy but i i may have
1: something in the works mm-hmm. yeah yeah well yeah. i guess this will be up. announced at first i mean i know people have been asking us forever wow. just on and on about it but um you know i we're still amazed that after all this time that that there's still an audience and people are still interested so we're teaming up again, and uh, we were on the phone uh, one night, not too long ago. It was like this, these phone conversations that we have, because you know, it can be a while between catching up. it's like a podcast. We're, we're like on the, any question the audience would want to know about what's going on in our lives. It's, just, it's going on there. So it's like they want a podcast. We're having a podcast. Let's just record it and do it. So yep. it's actually going to happen. So uh, Greg and Jeff give the high hat is the name of the podcast and um we're supposed to record our first episode on tuesday and uh should be released sometime later that week well you you should know you'll produce (laughs) what's the release date what's that of the week uh (laughs)
0: total total shock news to me um what was the day well we
1: record on tuesday what day saturday saturday is that okay Whatever what is that? you, day do you release? Hey, it's yeah. your show, right? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> actually a sure
0: small show. cog in the machine on this one. Uh, you know, hey, this is my show. We're on my show right now. That's your show. Well, what so. day does this show release? This is coming out on Friday. The taking a look at it. It should come out next week. So that's Friday the second. So maybe we should do Sunday release days. Probably. That makes it. Sunday! <laughs> so look out for it this upcoming Sunday. Uh, so yeah, on the Q-Crew Podcast Network um, you can find it on Spotify, any of the podcasting platforms. Uh, we'll get it up there as soon as we can. Spotify will definitely be the most easy, so you'll see it there first. And YouTube. But uh, moving forward with the rest of the streaming
1: platforms, it may take a second, but we'll Definitely like, let you know. Um, and uh, just a hit and I'm just going to drop a hint this time. There's nothing to announce yet, but there's also additional content on the horizon, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes. Yeah. So just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Your one place stop for entertainment.
0: Honestly, if you just follow the Q Crew Productions Instagram, it's going to keep the umbrella all tight under one. Under one brand. So if you want to follow the individual show's Instagrams, be free to do so, obviously. But if you want to key in on those specific shows, definitely follow their respective Instagrams. But the the one big umbrella Q Crew Instagram should be the one that uh, brings you like
1: the most general news about everything. Yeah, so- And remember to like and subscribe. And so it would always be in your... Exactly, right so, Right yeah. there, ready for you.
0: And they'll be sending you notifications if you've got them on, which if you're my generation,
1: you probably don't. <laughs> but mm-hmm. nevertheless. Oh, and leave your comments, and we'll get back to you. Yeah, we love responding. Um, but
0: that is enough about the future. Enough of with that with shit. The <laughs> <laughs> That's enough about the future. We need to deal with the present. What was your motivation
1: behind The, the Life of Brian? uh um, that's a good question you know i think more than anything is that you know um, i've seen the end of the movie unfortunately it's like an iconic scene from a monty python movie but i've never seen the rest of it i've seen maybe a bit a piece here and there among along the years but never really watched the movie and you know, a huge holy grail fan and monty python the show itself and so uh, i know we had talked about neither one of us had seen that before and like in other monty python stuff and just always wanted to watch it so we had done two really serious films before and i thought we would do a comedy something lighthearted um to dive into so why not sure yeah um we had also spoken about maybe
0: doing the last temptation of christ i feel <laughs> like I feel like that. This may may be like the the much more tame and grounded version (laughs) of that timeline. We may still get into the Last Temptation of Christ because we
1: both love Square Seas. Nevertheless, and I'm like kind of like I mean I'm not like a, a biblical scholar or any anything to that degree, but I do love biblical history and and you know the stories that go along with it and also love comedy. Though. Yeah, exactly. And though, you know, it's such a taboo subject, not that I think that it, it deserves to be. Right. Uh, I can understand how some people take it so seriously that they can have no sense of humor about their spirituality, but that's neither here nor there. We'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And this one is um, it's moving out band in a few places. It's been given an X rating in a few places. It's not deserving, really. I don't think of either of those. When you've considered how comedy has evolved over time, I don't think that it's warranted. and Yeah, I don't know. This movie could get made today very easily. Oh, yeah. People would
1: celebrate it for being made. So, um, Well, I think nothing... it would be tame in comparison to how they would make it today. I don't know, man. I'd... There was a movie
0: two, maybe three years ago. Uh, it was quite literally just like Satanists on screen in a comedy, and they were like being very vitriolic towards like Christianity in general. I'm not saying that's not warranted, but at the same time, it's like uh, I don't know. I feel like this movie could very easily be made the same exact way that it was made. I mean, there's even a transgender storyline. Oh yeah, I think that and it's treated, it. and it's not even you know, it's not mocked. I mean, it is, but by a character who is also played to be a dumbass. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it it makes commentary in that way, too. And I don't know if you picked up, but, like, after that character mentions that they're transgender, they, like, get called, like, the the one guy that's, like, accepting of it calls him Loretta later on in the movie and then calls him she later on in the movie as well. I didn't notice that. Uh even though like no cosmetic changes had really been made to the character. He just kind of offhand mentions that he'd wanted to be a woman. And he's like to be a girl. <laughs> and the other the, but the other guy is like so keen on like making sure he's inclusive with his like his speech and stuff. I thought that was really interesting. And I feel like it's doing more and more subtle like things in the movie. But that's a thoughts that's a thoughts thing. We need to do the credits in the in the plot synopsis. So I'm gonna do that really quick. I'm not about to name all these people. I'm going to name all these people. So, Life of Brian was released in 1979, distributed by the three-headed monster of Warner Brothers, 20th Century Fox, and Sony Pictures. Uh, insane. Who ever gets that combo, that trio, to work together on anything? Runtime was 94 minutes, right over an hour and a half. Um, and the writers of this film were John Cleese, Eric Idle, Terry Jones, Graham Chapman, Michael Palin, and Terry Gilliam, also known as the Monty Python. Mm. Uh, directed by Terry Jones solely, this film was edited by Julian Doyle. The music was done by Jeffrey Burgeon, spelled G-O-F-F-R-E-Y, so Jeffrey uh Bergen. See you Director of photography for this film was Peter Bisou. 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 There you go. And then the stars of this film was all of the writers, so the entire cast of Monty Python, and tacked on were uh, to the end is Terrence Baylor and Carol Cleveland. Um, and the plot is as follows brian cohen is born in the stable next door to the one in which jesus is born which initially confuses the three wise men who come to praise the future king of the jews brian later grows into an idealistic young man who resents the continuing roman occupation of judea while listening to jesus's sermon on the mount brian becomes infatuated with uh, an attractive young rebel named judith his desire for her and her hatred for the romans further exaggerated by his mother revealing that brian himself was half roman inspire him to join the quote people's front of judea unquote also known as the pfj of one of many factions uh, fractious and bickering independent movements that spend more time fighting each other than they do the romans to prove himself brian is tasked by the pfj to paint slogans on the roman governor <laughs> uh, Pilate's palace but is interrupted by a roman officer the officer is, however, more concerned with Brian's appalling grammar and, after correcting the slogan to Romani Ite Domum, uh, orders him to write it 100 times. The next morning, Brian has finished, uh, finished writing it out and subsequently is chased away by a separate patrol of legionnaires, unaware that Brian's act of vandalism has actually been ordered by the centurions uh, threatening death. He then proceeds, or sorry, he then participates in an abortive attempt by the PFJ to kidnap Pilate's wife, but is captured by the palace guards. Escaping when the guards suffer paroxysms of laughter, at Pilate's speech impediment, and his obvious obviousness to the hilarious names of his friends, or sorry, the obliviousness to the hilarious names of his friends. Biggest dickus in incontinentia buttocks. <laughs> uh, Brian winds up on a spaceship driven by aliens before finding himself once back to Earth, trying to blend in among prophets who are preaching in a busy plaza, repeating fragments of Jesus' sermons. He stops his sermon mid-sentence when some Roman soldiers depart, leaving his small but intrigued audience demanding to know more. Brian grows frantic when people start to follow him to the mountains and there they declare him to be the messiah. After spending the night with in bed with Judith, Brian is still naked, discovers an enormous crowd assembled outside his mother's house. Her attempts at dispersing the crowd are rebuffed so she consents to Brian addressing them. He urges them to think for themselves but they parrot his words as doctrine. The PFJ seeks to exploit Brian's celebrity status by having him having him minister to a thronging crowd of followers demanding miracle cures. Brian sneaks out the back, only to be captured by the Romans and sentenced to crucifixion. In celebration of Passover, a crowd has assembled outside the palace of Pilate, who offers to pardon a prisoner of their choice. The crowd shouts their name, containing the letter R, mocking Pilate's speech impediment. Eventually, Judith appears to the crowd and calls for the race of Brian, which then the crowd echoes, and Pilate agrees to willis Bryan his order eventually is uh related to the guards but in the scene that parodies the climax of the film spartacus very crucified various crucified people all claim to be brian so that they can be freed and the wrong man is released other opportunities for reprieve for brian are denied as the pfj and then judith reprays him for his martyrdom while his mother expresses regret for having raised (laughs) him hope is new renewed when a crack suicide squad from the judean people's front charges and prompts the roman soldiers to flee However, the squad commits mass suicide as a form of political protest, condemned to, to a slow and painful death. Brian's finds his spirits lifted when fellow sufferers cheerfully sing, quote, always look on the bright side of life. Doo doo, doo doo, doo doo We're gonna get copyrighted out our ass for that one. But that is the life of Brian. Um I'll read the theme really quick. I legitimately have five. I, I'm not even joking. Irony, absurdism, religions, their virtues and hypocrisies, social commentary, and the pitfalls of a follower, quote unquote, mindset. And that's it. I think that's it. <laughs> I really think that's the only thing this movie has to say. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a comedy. Yeah. yeah. Social commentary is more than anything, but, you know. Yeah. Any thoughts?
1: Um, yeah, I, I, you know, one of the things is like, uh, I had always been forewarned about like, how, you know, brutal, brutal is, this is. movie is making fun of Christianity. And I mean, I, I thought it was done very lightly and very light touch. And, um, so I don't see that at all, how anybody could possibly really get offended from this movie unless you're just the hundred percent literalist. But, uh, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed with the you know that it has moments where it does seem like it's drag or like bits are, are, are taking on 90, too long. in a 90 minute frame too yeah it, it just seems like it was kind of i don't know i don't want to say slap together but like uh, I, I think that they like or were, were scared to really push some buttons further than
0: that i mean you know i didn't mention the trio of production companies perhaps they're dipping in and stuff and being like that's too much you're going
1: and you have to and maybe they had to extend some parts that yeah yeah so you never know but i mean i mean it's classic monty python the ironies and and, then the conversations the absurdity of it um you can't help but not like watch and and be amused and laugh and giggle and enjoy your little nerdy sense of humor that you have. So I I thought it was great in that point from that sense. And it's a template. Just like we were talking earlier about Airplane. It's a template movie for like no one had ever really attempted this kind of blatant parody uh, parody of, yeah, organized religion. Not from a comedic standpoint.
0: I mean, blatant parody in general, but then Mm -hmm. like, you know, nobody's ever really done, nobody's ever taken the shit out of. We watched uh uh Me and him together watched a video, uh, one of those GQ breakdown your most iconic characters uh, videos, and Eric Idle was on there and talking about the life of Brian, and had mentioned about how you know it was this movie really comes from like an offhand he had remark he had made to a journalist where they asked what's your next film, and he was like Jesus Christ the lust for
1: (laughs) the um, lust for for
0: power. The lust for power, the lust for passion, or something like that. Um, so, genuinely, this film started as like a just a joke, and then Eric Idle says John Cleese came to him and was like, "You know, that's actually kind of profound." You know, nobody's ever trying to take the piss out of uh, Christianity or religion like that. So, um, it kind of feels that way with some of the way that the the scenes get extended for longer than they really should be. The biggest Dickest scene is,
1: uh, it's it's a yeah. lot, it's too much. Yeah, well, I mean, just the the for for all fairness to explain, I mean, yeah. it's um, the the governor or whatever his name is, pilot is there, and uh, Pontius Pilot, and he's just mentioning the names of his friends, and one of them happens to be biggest dickus, and it yeah. just. And his guards are laughing on it, laughing at it, or snarking. Smart. And they, just, they and don't just... want to show him that they're laughing, yeah, because obviously so, they're gonna get in trouble. I mean, it's obviously like you know, childish. nerdy type, childish toilet humor, but it it just like, wow, really? This not... you know, I like, feel like I'm taking your thunder on the observation because you mentioned it.
0: No, I really, you just kind of feel like, damn is this really like worthy of being three and a half minutes mm-hmm. long? It's like when you're watching an SNL skit on YouTube, and you're like, "Ooh," or you or you see the thumbnail, and the thumbnail has five minutes on it. And you're like, mm, "I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Are they really gonna land the? They're not. Are they, they? There's no way they land the plane on this one. There's just no way. Um, and it's very few that they actually do. Um, you, it, SNL at least. But like you know, in this movie. There's, like, two or three bits where you're like, ah, right. This could have ended, like, a minute ago, and it's not funny anymore. But, you know, that's just probably our subjective taste. I really enjoyed the quoting lines. Uh, this is a quote that I'm about to read. It is like, what? what sign is he? Like, at the very yeah. beginning, uh, where she's talking the mom quote unquote is talking to the three wise men and she asks what sign he is and they go well he's Capricorn I was like well what do they do and he goes he's the son of God he's the king of the Jews and he goes and that's Capricorn is it? (laughs) yeah like
1: all Capricorns are the son of God not just her she
0: goes no 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 just this one and he goes oh yeah I was gonna say that'd be a lot of them (laughs) there is a lot of like and I guess if it's more just like British humor of just like every, everything is just disagreement. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like everything is just a
1: petty argument or could be questioned. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just like, it's just quite small, petty observations. And it's never, I don't want to say it's
1: nothing of substance because they definitely talk about some Mm things in things. But one of my favorite parts of that early, where the infant Brian beside the infant Jesus, when the wise men were, went and, and they see realized. Brian erroneously first, yeah. they went to the wrong place, and then they realized and his mom goes, uh, "What is myrrh Yeah, and he's like, "It's an ointment it's a balm." Yeah, a balm. It's like what you know, and then you when they have were, a balm <laughs> when they were leaving, she goes, um, uh, "She goes, do come again, even though that he, do th- come again." It's like bring bring gifts again and then gold but not so much tomorrow next time tomorrow next time please that's one of my favorite scenes that and then the like I want we'll maybe get into that later can I tell you one of my favorite scenes of the movie is um when Jesus is giving the sermon on the mount and him and his mom are out towards the back of the crowd she so they can go they to can't, and they want to go to the stoning and stand but they're so far back that they can't really hear what he's saying and like people in the back are like heckling jesus going speak up we can't hear you and then a fight breaks out in the crowd in the back oh one, you know and none of this is ever seen or talked about like in history but i mean you can clearly see like how like you yeah. know people with bad seats or bad views get into argument and the ruckus breaks <laughs> i mean it's just why not i mean you know it happened yeah it's so <laughs> funny it was that was really well done and him just
0: being like them both being just like petulant children toward each other and being like oh big nose you yeah. <laughs> know that was that was the whole like the whole beef is him calling him big nose too much mm-hmm. i thought that was awesome i thought that was oh well, it's so real too but i thought it was awesome in um yeah. I, I, I thought the opening shot... Was I'll really... slug you one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I warned you now. I'm gonna punch you in the face. I'm gonna beat, I'm gonna beat the shot. Um,
1: <coughs>
0: yeah, the opening shot has no business being as pretty as it does. Or as it is. That That shot with all the stars and stuff and they've got like the... The wise men on the horizon and stuff—you can see all of it.
1: That was, was super pretty, and it had no reason. Yeah, that's another thing that was so disappointing about this movie There's it's like, random just like, so where you're like what many scenes and uh, visionaries that are just like extraordinary. looking. Yeah. it's like you're capable of this. Yeah, like Wars is. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my thing. Is like yeah.
0: that's gonna be the, um, that's gonna be the next renaissance of comedy. Is like being just incorporating more visual comedy you know what I mean like using the camera for comedy I feel like um Edgar Wright is really good at that it's Scott Pilgrim Shaun of the oh, Dead sure. him. like he's so good at using the camera to like push the jokes further than they ever could have gone with just simple writing and I think that's where this movie lacks
1: and seeing um, stuff behind the protagonist that even yeah. the protagonist doesn't see yeah. stuff like that 'Cause I mean, you look you know, Or well, before years... he sees it.
0: Yeah. I mean you just look ten years down the line and you have a movie like Hotshots that is the same. I mean, you know, in, in as far as you wanna talk about uh the style of comedy goes. It's pretty much the same, but you know, it's dealing with war movies, which are more prevalent, and it's dealing with, you know, a more straightforward uh, you know, subject in general. So sorry for the beep. So you're gonna hear um you know, there's more straightforward jokes in a movie like Hot Shots than you would in a movie like Life of Brian. But at the same time, Hot Shots so much with background, foreground, you know, whatever it needs to. It has so much more going on than just than just the 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 story. And I do think that's what kind of Life of Brian does. Kind of, I don't want to say fail or anything because this movie is still really good. But it does kind of like I'll tell you what the biggest it, it may feel like it limps to the barn in a few ways because the camera is so still, and you you almost sometimes feel like you're stuck in a scene with someone. You're like, I, I, let's move on, or you want to like you want to pan somewhere or something, and it's just a dead camera sitting still, and you just watch people argue about nonsense sometimes in this movie and I think it I think it could have done better with having more dynamic camera movement and stuff like that
1: but yeah I I think the criticism of this movie kind of like is the same kind of criticism you would give a movie like Airplane like we talked about that before I mean it's it came out in 1979 right literally the year before yeah and um, you know we're we're almost a half a century from the time this movie's made and so attitudes especially about, like, religion and things like that, and what was taboo and what was not is completely different than what it was back then. And so we have to, you know, I think give it somewhat a break for being one of the the groundbreakers of delving into this subject matter, but at the same token, you know, going back and watching any older film, like, you know, there's like a, a, a... Good movies are good movies. Like, a movie like Casablanca, which came out in the 40s, is... Always going to be a good movie, but most of the stuff that came out in that era is just unwatchable to me. You know, I don't understand the dialect, I don't understand, you know, the feel and everything. And you know, it's it's just it's labor, it's it's based outside of realism, yeah, exactly. But you know, this movie really feels dated, super dated. I mean, and the Holy Grail doesn't, but this one does, and I just think it's just because the Holy Grail is what it is. It's finite, but attitudes towards religion are constantly be changing. So I think there was probably a time when this movie was like, just forgotten. And and it's like, it comes back, you know what I mean? Just because just to remind people of where we've come.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of where I was coming from when I was saying that I think this movie could get made now as I feel like there's more anti-Christians now than there ever was. Like people who are vehemently just strictly against Christianity, mm. I feel like there's more people like that now, and so I feel like in that regard, it it wouldn't be getting made by Warner Brothers Studios. I'm not, I, you know, I, it would not be getting made by Warner Brothers or 20th Century or Sony, but you know, would H24? No, H24 wouldn't do it either. But like, I don't know. I feel like this movie could very easily
1: be made if it were written correctly yeah. or written with some type of care. I think this movie, like really d- d- didn't make fun of like christianity or you know that much at all just kind of like the origins of it like uh, y- you know how easy it is for well <laughs> there's so many things to talk about in that regard because it's like number one it feels like the makers of this of this movie almost wanted to make the point that like this region was total chaos and uh people fighting amongst themselves there's no stability in the region whatsoever that all these the cults and religions and stuff were, were like sprouting up all about around the same time when the romans were there and everybody was mad at the romans and fighting the romans and they bring it up to mention the like all the good things that the romans brought they brought stability they brought the aqueducts they brought the all this stuff and it's like you know and it's like. And they've brought order in the like, you know, they're keeping and and even throughout the movie, like these little factions and stuff are fighting with each other. And the Roman guards are just all like sitting around, like, here we go again. You know, we got to watch this stuff again. Why are we even here? You know, that kind of deal. So, I thought that was a pretty bold statement. I don't think anybody ever looked at like a, Anarchy. you know, like in a comedy movie, look at I, the Roman Empire as a.
0: I do want to stop you for just one second. We do need to take a break okay. before we get cut off on the camera. So hold that thought. We're talking about the anarchic like society talking about the problems they have with society, all those societies. seems like it's doing just fine. But we're going to come back in just one second, and we're going to finish our thoughts and keep moving on. So hold that thought. One sec. We're back. From our little break, when we left off, we Dad was making a mention of how the the People's Front of Judea Mm -hmm. were in a meeting, and they were trying to have basically anarchist-esque dialogue about how they felt the society was going, and how they felt that the Romans were treating them, and treating society, and they didn't like it. Finish your thought, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean obviously the, the Romans took power by brute force and then, you know, the area by force, but they, they I just thought it was odd that, that, you know, the movie would, like, make... Like shit on the, a rebellion. the, yeah, the well. Israelites and, the, and Judea and all of that, like, they were just the ones that were insane and couldn't get it together. And yeah. the Romans being the voice of reason that... You know, he yeah. came in to try to clean things up. <laughs> I just, I just found that amusing because I know it was done ironically to some degree, but right. there was some truth in it yeah. as well. I mean, it wasn't all bad that they brought to the region. And then uh, I thought that was one of the biggest points of the movie. I That's agree. all. No, yeah, I agree. I mean,
0: and if you're not aware of the scene and haven't seen the movie, basically, uh, um, you know, the there's there's a they basically refer to themselves as terrorists later yeah. on in the movie. They they openly refer to themselves as terrorists, but they uh, they are upset with the Romans and how they're treating them, treating their society, and treating their land. And so they're talking through oh, whatever Romans ever done for us. And one of the members in, in a mask chimes in he goes, Oh, uh, well, the aqueducts? And he's like, Okay, well, other than the aqueducts, what have they done? And mm-hmm. somebody goes, Education? Roads? And he goes, Okay, well, other than the aqueduct, education, and roads, what have the Romans done for us? And this keeps. Security? Order? <laughs> yeah, it just keeps going on until like, they get to the basic fundamentals of like human life. It's like okay. Other than this, 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 this,
1: this, and this, what have the Romans ever done for us? But but it wasn't just that scene too. It was all throughout the movie that like the whenever time a Roman was around, just whatever that like the Judean people were doing or the Israeli... it was made out to be absurd. they're just ridiculous to anybody with any sense of reason or like education. So what we're trying to say is Monty Python is severely
0: anti-Semitic. <laughs> I'm <joking. laughs> I'm uh, yeah, I'm just joking. I the uh, the the scene the the one scene where they're stoning like after they leave the the procession where, where Jesus is speaking, and they uh, and they go to the stoning and they are like, like well, why are women not allowed at the stonings? Because the mom had. Commented on not wanting to wear a fake beard, um, and it was like, "Oh, well, it's written. Mm-hmm. That's why." I thought that was really funny, and then just the whole stoning scene in general. There's like, you know, anyone saying Jehovah is committing blasphemy and should be stoned,
1: and so they start stoning
0: <laughs> the person that is committed that is crucifying the other person for having said the,
1: the leader there that's sanctioning the stoning gets stoned because even a the is rule. there for the stoning speaks jehovah's name <laughs> and gets stoned for it that was awesome i love that well i so, just thought like all the hypocrisy there with like scripture and stuff like taking it literally yeah um was the good point that it made there yeah i do agree with
0: that uh, it, a lot of those points where it's like taking what he just said we're taking it out literally and you know kind of putting up a mirror to the people who do take christianity or any religion for that matter in a very literal direct sense um just kind of paints them to be out kind of like a dumbass i mean beyond that i don't know what you're really not to say that that's you know we agree or anything but
1: I mean, beyond the obvious points of like having your favorite scenes and what you think is funny and just pointing out the constant irony of, and hypocrisy of like, yeah. you know, scripture and the basis of like pretty much all the major religions right there at one place. They all sprawled out of the same region roughly yeah, the same time and stuff. And, you know, you could go and mention everyone individually, but, you know, they just do a good job. I just... I think it's a good, fun watch. I do. You know, but aside from that, I mean, aside from talking about favorite <laughs> themes and stuff, I don't know what else this movie really says other than it's like, good job, thanks for setting the bar. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <it's> not,
0: I <laughs> you mean yeah, no, no, no. You're not lying at all. I mean, that's, this movie offers close to none uh, in substance, pa- aside from anything that it has to say about religion socially, or religion philosophically, or religion you know, just how people would have a relationship with their own religions and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. This movie dates itself too with how it treats women. Yeah, uh, It dates itself really bad with
1: the slurs in the movie as well. Um, I mean, I, I, I think they were just yeah. playing along to the, the, yeah. the time period well
0: the only time they say slurs is when uh when eric idol's character not eric idol the guy who plays brian is trying to like uh say to everyone like n- or he's trying to say to his mom he's like no i'm a jew i'm jewish and he like says a bunch of jewish slurs <laughs> in order to be like no I I'm that. That. yeah and okay then, and then his uh his mom is like oh Boys want to do something about sex, 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 and then goes to get on her knees in front of the Roman, uh, the Roman guard, guard, the guard, whatever they're called. That was that was really funny. Uh, the irony of that scene was awesome. Um, I really enjoyed that. I'm just gonna power through like five of notes right now. It's I have the guy, the guy that couldn't get the ring off the finger, so he just shoved the whole arm in his. And his cloak was fucking hilarious to me. Um, I have, uh, I talked about the transgender commentary, how I wasn't really expecting it. Um, I have him getting into the group was really funny. It was like, oh, you've got to really hate the Romans (laughs) to get into this group. Mm -hmm. How much do you hate him? A lot.
1: Right then, you're in. That, That was just, it was so funny. You know, that one scene, yeah, all the kind of, is awesome. it was a funny scene, though, the one that you referenced, because there were two different factions going to kidnap Pilate's wife, and so they both successfully made their way into the castle, and it stumbled upon across each other, sneaking through the castle, trying to get to the queen, and then Brian was with one of the groups, and it was no, like no. nine people all together in there. We have to fight against our common enemy, and they they all go the Judean people's front. Yeah, they couldn't agree on on, you know working together. They're fighting
0: about to to
1: get back at the Romans. So they end up basically the whole group massacring each other and all killing each other, except for Brian himself, the only one that had any voice of reason. I thought that was particularly funny. Mm -hmm.
0: I yeah. thought it was so good.
1: I mean, and, and you know, you laugh all you want, but that but that shit's still going on today. Yeah, I mean, you know, family guy <laughs> made a family guy made a joke to
0: it too. Is like, um, it was like, hi, I have no reason to hate you or anything about you, and it's like, hi, I also have no reason to hate you or anything you do. And then a random guy walks up and he goes, "Hey, you hear about that magic baby from Bethlehem?" And then they all three of them start stabbing each other violently until they're all dead. Um. Yeah, Again, hyperbole. Like. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, was it's gonna it's say a, <laughs> I kind of sort of feel like sometimes. Uh, I, that's very obviously hyperbole,
1: but, um, yeah. How quickly you get to that—it's—it's it's it's,
0: hyperbole, and it seems so absurd. And but then... you know exactly what they mean. Exactly. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my next note says the the just the graffiti doing graffiti in oil paint number 1 is hilarious doing graffiti and then having a a guard catch you and be a grammar Nazi is hilarious <laughs> and then having a having them catch you doing oil paint graffiti and then forcing them to make you do it and then you getting caught subsequently from having done something that they told you to do, and almost and getting persecuted basically. Well, do you remember? I don't remember what exactly he wrote on there. What well, Romans go away? Romans go away. But he had written it wrong, and so the the card the centurion makes him write rewrite the whole sentence, and then it's like it humiliates wow. him with yeah. his poor grammar yeah. and makes him write it over. It makes him write Romani ite domum. And he's like, he's like pinching his ear. He's about to kill him. And he's just like, "What is the plural of Romani?"
1: And it's like, "No, possessive, <laughs> possessive plural." That scene drags on a long time too, but that's actually funny. I will agree
0: if you have the patience to what for grammar humor. I would because I don't.
1: Well, well, I know a lot of people. I probably don't. Well, here's the thing. I don't. Agree with it's me. just on grammar Nazis. A joke on yeah, them yeah, too, yeah, yeah. in general, because what's so funny about this scene is basically a Roman guard is catching a guy, doing writing crime. graffiti on it the. forces him to do said crime <laughs> in order to humiliate him. Writing them graffiti on the. the um uh, On like a religious. Not a religious. No, polygos. it's Pilate's it's like, palace. Yeah, his palace. And he catches him doing it. Doesn't make him stop, but makes him write it a hundred times. <laughs> That that's and then play. it turns around and
0: it becomes a positive thing for him to his like rebel faction because mm-hmm. he's done it a hundred
1: times. Yeah, this guy's great. And he wrote hard. it in ten foot letters, <laughs> and like you know. But this guy's bold. He must be this. Son of yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all these signs. But yeah, this guy's, the this guy's insane. You know. Yeah the the signs I thought were like really damning to like the Old Testament and the Jewish religion like. Th- the just signs that make no sense how they're connected to the thing that they're supposed to be. Yeah. So even the the, the Jewish religion, you know, who never gets made yeah, fun yeah, of, yeah, 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 yeah. they finally get their up- comeuppance. <laughs> 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 I apologize myself. Well, no, no.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed the guy that was in the jail who uh, was supposed to be a caricature for people who like can't always have something mm-hmm. worse going on in their life than you do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're just getting stoned to death. Oh, you're so lucky. You're just getting stoned to death. They chained me up every day and night. They let me down for twenty minutes and they put me back up. You're getting it all the easy. Hey,
1: oh, crucifixion. eh? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. lucky oh. you. Yeah,
0: what do I get new? treated trading? Oh no, someone's someone. Alrighty, well one one of my roommates just connected to the downstairs TV. I'm guessing, so that's fun. Appreciate that, whoever did that. <laughs> There's nothing better than live TV. Yeah, man, nothing. Nothing will get you. Uh, you know. Nothing is better for your YouTube channel than copyrighted material off of uh, network television. Nothing is better better for you, like your copyright uh, odds. This has been such
1: a fun episode. Yeah, I know, right?
0: Uh, yeah, last time we so we did Clerks, right? And That was a great episode. And, you know, I feel like Airplane was fun. This is, that's been the only three we've only ever done three comedies, and I did kind of feel like we were getting stagnant with the amount of dramas and stuff that was going on. At a certain point, I feel like I'm like being too serious, and I don't. That's not me at all. And I'm then I'm starting to feel like I'm joking too much about these really serious movies. Mm-hmm. I have like too much to, like joking commentary about these movies that are talking about like super serious things. But I probably should pepper more comedy into like my stuff, but at the same time, you know, we're finding new films. Not, that's right. Not finding new. Fucking, you know, finding new shitters, things or... to feel guilty about. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, like like this movie is funny, and I'm not taking anything away from this movie. Like, I love it. I don't love it. I liked it a lot. It was funny, but I don't
1: think it's a great
0: movie. Mm-mm. You know,
1: by any means. I don't think they 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 went to it with the no, idea. I, know, I, I don't yeah. think they ever did anything. Yeah. yeah. I will say there's. You know, for anyone that's a big Monty Python fan, and I just wanted to mention this to some of your younger guys who may not be aware of this movie. Mm-hmm. And doesn't have the whole cast in it, but it's got John Cleese, um, Eric Idle, Michael Palin are all in the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's called A Fish Called Wanda. It's got um, Kevin Kline and um, Jamie Lee Curtis from the Halloween movies, which in, is her best role of her life. And my, mm-hmm. my, though I haven't seen. Mm-hmm she won that I've seen, I haven't seen. I was ever seen she did just win best supporting yeah. for everything everywhere. So I don't know that it's ingrained. That's on, probably my next one that I'm gonna watch. But should. but yeah, I just want to a fish called Wanda, one of my favorite comedy movies. Very intelligent, great story, very fun, very up to date. Even though the movie was made like uh, late eighties, early nineties, it's it's got like a, a good yeah. feel to it. I, I, I think people would enjoy that if they're a Monty Python fan. So I just wanted to throw
0: that out there. Might show up on self tapes. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We should probably move on, though, because yeah. I think we have sat on this one part of movie for yeah. kind of long. But I think yeah, that's a really good point, though, or uh, that's a good suggestion. Um, so, yeah, if you like this one or any Monty Python, go check that out. I love the gourd shoe, non shoe, collecting of the shoe mm. sentiment. Uh, the kind of, you know, kind of uh, uh, shows secularism within a certain religion. That's what that means, right? Secular. Well, like, like a, rules, yeah. Yeah, like, se- like certain, like, that's what it means, like denominations, or like mm. to show how denominations interpret the Bible. That's what I mean to say, like how did different denominations
1: interpret Bible verses and like, they have different values. And it's and literally books. happening right there in yeah. real time in front of your face. Oh, no, the guard is the way. And
0: it's like, no, no the, the, sh- the shoe, is a, it's a symbolism for we have to collect all the shoes. And it's like, no, the one shoe means we have to walk with one shoe. No, no, it shouldn't be taken literally. Yeah, uh, it's it's it was beautiful. beautiful. It was really that was probably the best written. That and the what the Romans ever done for us. Those are the two
1: best written Mm -hmm. scenes in this movie. And 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 Cleese's part, you know, Cleese is basically acting as like the you know the um, Judean leader, like in all this, and the only thing he's looking at Brian for is like. How can we use them? You know, him? Mm-hmm. It's like the situation constantly changes. and I mean, that's one thing I noticed that in the Bible, you know, as the situation changes it, there's like, let's buy our time with Jesus right now. He's popular. Let's, you know, let him, you know, keep walking amongst the people and let him put his own foot in his mouth. Yeah. You know, and, it, and you know, in the movie with Brian, they kind of basically did the same thing. And it's like, oh, we can now we can use him as a martyr. Let's get <laughs> rid of him, you know, and then we can just use his death for our benefit. You know, what I mean, it, it's like the same thing. And they're like, you know, you don't have to, to keep talking about it to explain the irony and everything with it. The, the irony of
0: them killing 140 Jewish people on Passover as a celebration. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's a little too on the nose I feel like a little bit but and then it was still ironically funny but um then I have this movie drags hardly any cuts that piece are too much too long whatever um I have a note that says I did not understand the Roger slash Roderick joke did you You know what I'm talking about Roger Roderick if you don't, it's fine. We can move past
1: it. Nah, sorry. We'll talk about it later. Yeah.
0: I don't even know what that's <laughs> in reference to. I, I've, I made a comment. You'll see it on this past Monday's episode. There is, without a doubt, every single one of these that I will have in one note that I do not remember what it's in reference to because I've not given myself enough context to, like, reference it. You know, just that's the one for this one. don't know about the Roger Roderick joke anymore, but that was one of them. I have this note that says the Igor-looking guard snapped into regular convo when everyone else leaves. That one guard that oh, like looked like he was like you know genetically misformed or like uh, malformed or something like that. It, like when they the like guard the centurion leaves, and, like they just snap back into conversation. Yeah, yeah. So I was just telling him the other day that like, <laughs> and it's nothing more than that. That's I feel like that that's where they use editing and the camera work in the best possible way. Exit frame, he cuts back into like talking like a normal person, and before it's given any type of context at all, you're already moving past it. It's like oh, he's just lying about being stupid, and that's I feel like that's that's so much funnier than all this like droning on that constantly happens in this movie. That's more funny than the constant droning that this movie tends to.
1: You You can thank Terry Jones for that, probably. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, of all the well, I don't know how much you know about Monty Python. Okay, for any like seasoned Monty Python fans, he's probably one of the most dry and yeah,
0: talky stuff. Yeah, like like a probably got a theater background or something like that. Has to,
1: but um. He's like more of the intellectual in the group. Yeah, and he, yeah, and he has a hard time like with see our criticism criticism of Monty Python as a group is, yeah. Let's just move on. <laughs> Each individual, please, I give a ten. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: And my next thing was their announcement. They're, just their whole announcement to him is like, "Thank you so much for being our martyr." and like it like basically explaining to him that he's going to be the martyr and then his girlfriend coming up and be like hey they told me what was happening
1: you're so cool for doing this and he's like please help me yeah there's nobody there all any of these people have to do is just just
0: literally get him down that's the funniest thing, because then the Roman the Romans got scared off by the Judean people front, and then the mm. Judean people front kills themselves because they're a suicide squad, quote unquote, <laughs> and they kill themselves, and um, and that's uh, just the misinterpretation. And then they and then after they they tell him that he's going to be the martyr, they start singing, "Oh, he's a jolly good fellow."
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they say well, we should do something more, and they turn around and sing, and "He's a jolly good fellow." That's fantastic! Oh
0: God. Oh my God! And then, um, and then you know, I don't even have to talk about it. Just the if, go look it up if you haven't seen it. Always on look on the bright side of life, while they're all crucified on on the crosses and everything is just so funny. I, I you know it speaks for itself. I don't need to tell you how funny that is mm-hmm. of people being like religiously persecuted and being
1: like. Always look on the bright side, and it's just the funniest thing. Yep, it's worth it. If you don't even watch this movie, go on YouTube and find the ending of The Life of Mm -hmm. Brian and watch that. It speaks for itself. So funny, so
0: ironic, just so iconic, and you know, speaks for itself. I
1: really genuinely, I I mean, that's all this movie needs. I do too. Yeah, it was a good movie, it was a good laugh. Um, should have watched it 30 years ago, <laughs> it probably would have been even better at that point. But, uh, that's the thing, it's not fair that these movies, there's seen so many things inspired by it, um, come after it, and then you go back and watch this. I don't think it's really fair, but yeah, yeah, at the same token, you can't watch everything, so true.
0: I, um, I do find myself feeling the same way sometimes when you see a movie that has been inspired by so many or like you've seen so many things that are inspired by a certain movie and then it just like is not its not as good as you think it may be or may have been, you know? Mm-hmm. If you had seen it at a different in your, a point in your life and um, yeah. I, I don't know. I—I But I agree with you on that. I feel like I may have felt differently if I had just had a different time to see this movie. But nevertheless, what is your rating? Cause we're on the list
1: now. If you didn't pick up, if you're on audio,
0: we're on the list now. What would you say you would get this?
1: The rating is so good at this movie. I don't care what you think of this movie. The ending, I'm sorry, the rating, the ending of the movie yeah. is so good. It gives it an extra point. So I would probably do like a five, with the ending it comes to a six so that's where i'm gonna go six yeah
0: same I'm doing six as well it's gonna be coming at 12 so that puts it right underneath casino royale right above 65 for that 16th that coveted 16th out of 17 spot um i think that's fair
1: 65
0: yeah. that movie is it's a um yeah, it's a yeah, nobody knows about that. man. It's better than
1: Casino Royale. No. Uh huh. <laughs> um. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know about that. I
0: did not like Casino Royale, but I don't. I don't know about that. And then just for, uh, production value. It might be. Yeah, that. production value alone. I think it deserves the point five over. <laughs> but yeah, that. But that was Life of Brian. Um. Really. Keep your eye open for the Greg and Jeff Present the high hat Podcast. Should be coming out next Sunday. I can look up... A week the... from today. Yeah. Yeah, seven days from now. So, it's 31 days in March. Tomorrow's the 29th. Monday's the 30th. No, it's Tuesday the 30th. Wednesday is the 31st. So, June the 1st is Thursday. June the 2nd is Friday. June the 3rd... June Saturday, fourth. so June the 4th. Letting <laughs> the 4th be with you. June the 4th be with you. That's when you'll get the first episode of Greg and Jeff. And hopefully the last. Give the high. <laughs> uh, you tune in tomorrow uh, at, well, the May the 29th, this Memorial Day, uh, so four days from when you're seeing this. Um, four days in the past. This past Monday. <laughs> Say <laughs> so, goodnight, Gracie. This past Monday, you know, uh, go watch the first episode of Self Tapes. It was The Wrestler. I was very tired. Um, but I feel like it's one of the more analytical episodes of Finding New Films. Analytical? Analytical okay. <laughs> uh, episodes Finding New Films there's ever been. So. Uh, That was fun. I also love pro wrestling, so if that would draw your ire, don't watch that. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Nevertheless, we will be back next week. I think with La La Land, at this point, I probably should just stop announcing the next episode because I have no clue. I think it's La La Land, but we'll see. You know,
1: stuff happens. So I think what you should do is start having people... And just ask them if they've seen a certain movie. And whether they've seen it or not. Talk about it.
0: There you go. No I like the idea of it being fresh in the head. <laughs> um, But yeah. Go watch Self Tapes. Um, You'll see that it has a different logo than this show. And it's going to be episode number one. So that should be hopefully easy for you guys to, to notice. But uh if you can't figure that out that's why but then next sunday june the 4th look out first episode of greg and jeff give the hi-hat um should be fun should be just like old times yep just like old times but we're gonna sign off now i've been hunter harris please like subscribe to this channel go follow us on instagram go follow dad on instagram follow me on instagram like us on spotify yep follow us on spotify radar podcast if you would uh, be so nice uh rate us on apple music whatever you have doesn't really matter uh just do the thing you know what that means
1: doing the thing just that's
0: what thing. that's what um bod said
1: yeah just doing the thing
0: yeah my favorite guy all right righty. anyway love you guys not really but love you bye